Welcome to the sermons of First Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor James Hunick, and I hope that these sermons help edify you and help you in your Christian faith. Please join us at 10 a.m. on Sundays for worship. If you'd like to know more about us or want to know more about the Lutheran tradition, please visit us at www.youhaveaplace.com or reach out to me at pastorhunick at youhaveaplace.com. Through Jesus Christ means that we are justified, given eternal life freely by the death and resurrection of Jesus. He then went into a series of questions about what does that mean for our action? Like, if we are justified freely as a gift, why would we behave ourselves? And the answer was, is that when we're baptized into Christ, the sinner in us was killed with Christ, and a new person was raised from the dead. That God raised you with Christ to make you like him. So, our behavior follows just as Jesus Christ was perfect. We have a new person inside of us who wants to live that same life. Paul ended that section by proclaiming the amazing power of the promises of God that nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. No power on earth, not even life and death itself. These promises are certain and true. Last week, we looked at Romans chapter 9, where St. Paul uh, expressed his anguish over the fact that the promise of God that went out to the nation of Israel was rejected by them that many people who were part of God's chosen people turned away from the Savior when they heard about him. And so, St. Paul comes into Romans 10, and he raises the solution for that problem. It's preaching. He talks about the preaching of the gospel, of the proclamation of Jesus Christ going out into the world, as the solution for unbelief. That both for Israel, God's chosen people, and for the Gentiles, the rest of the world, it's the proclamation of Jesus Christ that will gather all of the lost into the faith so that they can hear and be saved. And I think today that gives me a good opportunity to talk about why Lutheran preaching is a little different from preaching in other denominations. And very specifically, Romans 10 helps to explain it. A Lutheran sermon, you may have noticed if you listen to other other kinds of preachers, is quite different. That's because, one, a Lutheran sermon is designed to be proclamation and not just teaching. Now, it's a very specific use of that word, proclamation. The difference between proclamation and teaching is a very simple phrase. It's the word, for you. Now, that doesn't explain a whole lot. You're looking at me like, wait a second, Pastor. I'm building suspense here, right? What does it mean when we use the words, for you, rather than just teaching? Perhaps I can explain it best by looking at a wedding. When you go to a wedding, one in the Lutheran church at least, 
we spend a lot of time talking about marriage. I have this rather lengthy introductory reading that I have to do that is part of the service. We'll sometimes read Bible readings from, from different sections of Scripture that have to do with marriage. I'll stand up there and I'll give a eight-minute sermon that includes talking about what marriage is supposed to be and how Christ can come into a marriage and, and be part of it and, and strengthen it. But you know what makes a wedding? None of that. Right? Because you can talk about marriage a whole lot and still not actually get married. There is a moment in a wedding ceremony when the pastor says, I now pronounce you husband and wife. And at that very moment, they are all of a sudden married. Right? The words going out accomplish the thing that is being said. That is the difference between proclamation and teaching. When I say, I pronounce you husband and wife, all of a sudden, the thing that is happening is delivered. It is not teaching, it is doing. Proclamation in the Lutheran Church is like that when we're talking about Jesus as well. You can have a pastor who stands up and says all sorts of abstract things about the Bible. We could go through and do all sorts of word studies, help you see all the themes that are going on in Scripture, talk about doctrines, talk about anything under the sun, and that is good teaching. But what you really need is the for you, don't you? I could talk about how Jesus died on a cross. I could talk about how God offers the forgiveness of sins. But what you need is the word of God in your mouth and in your heart delivered to you. And so what a pastor does is we say, Jesus died for you. Jesus gives you salvation. He gives you life by faith in him. And that actually accomplishes the thing that is, is spoken about. It is not an abstract thing where I talk about if you believe or if you do the right thing, but simply God loves you. And I think that's what St. Paul is talking about when he's talking about the word being present and delivered to you through the proclamation. He says, but the righteousness based on faith says, do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. What he's saying is, we don't have to climb up into heaven to grab Jesus and make him ours. We don't have to descend into the depths to make Jesus our Savior. The Word of God is here proclaimed to you and for you. And through that proclamation, you receive eternal life by the power of the Holy Spirit through the word given to you. One of my professors at the seminary wrote this about preaching. He says, the preacher at some point in the sermon speaks to those whom God has gathered this day and proclaims God's sure and certain work, even now forgiving their sins. It is also personal 
This is the for you language of the sermon. It creates within the sermon a moment when God intervenes, taking from you your last dying breath and giving to you the first breath of eternal life. That is the gift of the word being here and now. You don't have to grab it. You don't have to climb. You don't have to work. You simply hear as the preacher proclaims that it is not just something Jesus has done. It is something he has done for you. We also, the Lutheran preacher, focus on proclaiming both God's law and his gospel. And they both come together. St. Paul writes, Moses writes about a righteousness that is based on the law, that a person who does the commandments shall live by them. And very often, we all have to be reminded that we really like the law in our heart of hearts because we want to think that we can do things right. I know I do. I constantly have to be reminded that I don't do things right all the time. I, and I think we all do too, right? We constantly have to be reminded that we are sinners. And so there is always the need to hear, we make mistakes. And so often the law is pointing that out and saying, you are a sinner. You need salvation. But sometimes when you hear a sermon like this, the law is not pointing out the mistakes that you've made, but the pain that we feel because of the law's work in the world. That's what the law was in last Sunday's sermon. Last Sunday, I didn't point out that you're terrible, horrible people. I just pointed out that we all feel pain because our loved ones have often left the faith. And that's a law, isn't it? When people leave the faith, we feel that pain and we need comfort. Today, the law is about misunderstandings of the purpose of preaching. If we misunderstand why we're here, you might not know what to expect. You might think that this is all about me teaching you knowledge, but that's not what it's about. The law for today's sermon is Lutheran preaching isn't about teaching, and the gospel solves that. Lutheran preaching is actually about delivering Jesus to you here in this moment. The gift of the gospel is always the gift of Jesus himself and the salvation that he has won for us. And if I'm doing it right, if I'm preaching correctly and I've done my preparation, the gospel is not some throwaway line that says, oh yeah, and Jesus died for you. It is the antidote to the law that you feel, to the pain that is being proclaimed in the sermon. So, last week, the, the law was all about the pain we feel when our loved ones leave the faith. And the gospel is being reminded that even in that, Christ's promises are still sure and true. And there's no reason to doubt them. Today, if the law is uh, a misunderstanding of what preaching is supposed to be, the gospel is how much better 
it is that the preaching is not about teaching, but about giving you Jesus himself. Because knowledge goes away, doesn't it? The things that you learn about the, the, the ideas that Matthew is trying to bring across or the, the factoids about St. Paul's life, they may fall out of your head, but you know what doesn't go away? The gift of eternal life received by the power of the Holy Spirit through the preaching of the Word that you get every time you hear it. And that's what we're here to receive. Now, you might think to yourself, wait a second. How is it possible that some guy can deliver salvation through the Word? I'm so glad you asked. St. Paul tells us exactly that. He says, Faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the Word of Christ. Right? In fact, he goes into a long question, a series of questions about how are people going to be able to be saved. He says in verse 14, but how are they to call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. This whole passage, all of what we've read from Romans chapter 10 is a call for the proclamation of the gospel to go out through the preachers so that everyone who can hear about Jesus and call on him. So that the word of God can go out into their ears and into their hearts and deliver faith. It's because God promises that through his word, he delivers salvation not just to the world, but to you. That the work of Jesus Christ for you on the cross isn't something that just happened 2,000 years ago, but is delivered to you today when you hear it, when the Holy Spirit works on you. And through this word, it has strengthened your faith. So you don't have to climb up into heaven to pull Jesus down. You don't have to grasp and cling and, and work to make Jesus your own. All you have to do is sit there and listen. Because God has sent someone, a preacher, a proclaimer, to deliver this word of salvation to you. Lutheran preaching is a little different because of this. We see it almost as a sacramental act. Sacramental as in a delivery of grace right into you to give you the salvation you need. Lutheran preachers are not guides. We're not simply teachers to tell you about what God has done. It's a time of delivery, a gift for you so that you can be saved. Because the word of God that God has given us is not something that is, is waiting or passive. It is an active thing, a gift of grace through Jesus Christ. In his name, amen. Thank you for listening to our sermons. If you have any questions about anything that you've heard or anything about the Lutheran tradition, I would love to answer them. Please contact me at pastorhue 
N-I-N-K at youhaveaplace.com.